special episode i guess i don't know i usually do this twice a week for those of you who listen follow along tuesdays and thursdays kind of wanted to throw in a little special episode today um not going to be as long as they usually are so not going to be an hour nothing like that maybe 20 30 we'll see i just wanted to talk the last thing the last remnants of the events of this past saturday October 30th, 2021 in East Lansing, Michigan. I just want to get my final, final thoughts. Yesterday's episode, (laughs) I kind of went in and by kind of went in, I mean all the way fucking in. I was coming for throats. I wanted to snatch souls. That was fun to record. That was passionate. I kind of blacked out there for the first half hour, but I wanted to do another episode or at least a little tidbit on, on the game and, and what it was about without being fucking over the top i hate michigan guy don't get me wrong still hate him still love that we won i'm still bathing in their tears but but wanted to be a little less obnoxious about it do some more on the game and not be just not be overly ridiculous about winning although we kicked their ass um that being said, so the first half of yesterday's episode i'm crazy guy but then the second half we kind of got into the game we talk about Harbaugh question like the JJ play why is he in the game I guess now I'm reading that Cade was in the blue tent but I swear Cade Cade went in the next drive so I don't know what happened to him like I did he twist his ankle or something super minor because he played before and he played right after so I don't really get that but I read that that that's why JJ was in the game because Cade was in the blue tent for whatever reason so that changes things obviously I thought Harbaugh like just couldn't fucking help himself. It was like, oh, I need to put JJ in the game. Uh, I thought it was one of those. Apparently not. But we talk about that. We talk about just the entire fact of all Michigan had to do, really, or all they – their number one priority should have been to stop Kenneth Walker, and they didn't do that. Um, and again, as well as Cade played, he still missed a few throws that could have changed the game. So we kind of get into the plays that define the game. Michigan State making the plays on those crucial fourth downs, crucial two-point conversions. We get into more of the plays and what happened without me shoving it too much. Still slipping some jabs. It's impossible not to. Again, I said it. That's why we have rivalry games. That's why Michigan-Michigan State is such a just – I don't know, like a legendary event, dude. The whole week, even leading up to the week, like we're sitting there, the Michigan game against Northwestern, everyone's kind of got the buttholes are a little tight and like, come on now. Are we going to be 7-0, 7-0? Are we going to do this fucking thing? Michigan State the week before against, I think it was IU, same deal where it's like, come on now. Come on now. Let's fucking do this thing. Let's do it. Let's hold up our end. You can kind of feel the buzz in the air the entire way leading up to the game that played on Saturday, but that's why there's so much hype. That's why there's so much anticipation, the angst. That's why you want to win so bad as, as much as some Michigan fans like to say MSU isn't their rival. Okay, fine, whatever. Um, I guess from my perspective, if you're a Michigan fan who claims to not care about that game, that's your prerogative. From my perspective, that's why that game matters so much. That's why you want to win so badly. It's because it's fun talking shit afterwards. It's fun rubbing their face in it afterwards. That's the entire point of rivalry games. Like when we beat Indiana, cool. We beat it. Like I don't fucking care. Oh, we beat Nebraska. All right, great. I 
also don't care. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's fun winning games. I want to win every game. But when you beat a Michigan, when you beat Ohio State, similar vein, but they're them more so just because they're the big boys on the block. When you beat those teams that carry a little extra weight, that's the beauty of it. That comes with winning those games. It's, hey, you know what? Now I'm going to fucking clown you for a week straight. So that said, we got all that out of the way Tuesday. We got all that out of the system. We talked about the game. And again, I'm sure we'll talk about the game more, whether it's, who knows, later this week, in a couple weeks, over the summer. I'm sure this won't be the last we hear of this game. But for now, I think we're good. I think I'm good on the game itself, talking about why things happened, why State won, what Michigan did poorly, whatever. I think I'm good on that. What I do want to talk about and why I did want to come on and just do a little mini 2030 episode, I just want to talk about the like the event itself more. I mentioned a little bit of it Tuesday, but I didn't get into it as much as I would have liked. I was just blinded by emotion. I was blinded by wanting to be mean. Sorry, Michigan fans. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm a nice person, I swear. In that moment, I was vulnerable. My emotions overcame me. I was too passionate. I was blinded by wanting to rip on Michigan. I was blinded by the game and just wanting to talk about it. I just want to talk about the event and the spectacle and really the rivalry today, if that makes sense. Tomorrow, we're still going to do we're going to do some Lions stuff, unfortunately. We're going to do some Red Wings. They played a night against Montreal. Larkin is out, dude. Dylan Larkin's sitting out, so we'll get to that tomorrow. Not great. Fucking not great. Um... And then we'll do some Pistons. They've been ass, but Cade's back. Not ton, a ton to talk about. I just kind of want to talk about Cade for a few. Um, and then we'll call it. We'll call it that tomorrow. So we'll save all the Detroit stuff still for tomorrow. Didn't do any of it yesterday. Won't be doing any of it today. We'll save the, all the Detroit stuff for tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll put Michigan, Michigan State to bed. Um, we'll look at the Detroit stuff, like I said. We'll do a little bit of MSU-Purdue. I think Michigan's got Indiana this week. We'll talk about probably do more time on Michigan, to be honest with you, and just where they go from here, like their rebuild. I've seen a lot of interesting stuff where Michigan fans and the program all season coming in to this game and just throughout the year have been, you know, oh, Harbaugh changed the culture. Oh, this team's different. This team's a different team. This isn't the Michigan teams of past. Cade McNamara had the quote when they beat Nebraska. Michigan teams I've been on lose this game. We didn't, right? So that's been a kind of theme of their season. Well, now you find out. It's easy. It's easy to say the culture's changed and we're different when you're smoking Purdue. When you're or they haven't played Purdue, but when you're smoke that level of school, when you're smoking whoever, Western Michigan, Nebraska, it's easy to say, yeah, this has changed. Now they've got some adversity. They took a loss, obviously, to their bitter rival. They still have, I think, everything in front of them as far as I'm concerned or as far as I know, um, which is kind of an interesting spot for Michigan to be in. Although, yes, brutal game to lose to MSU this weekend. Rival definitely going to play a part in the Big Ten race. But I still think, assuming – I mean, they need an MSU loss, but I still think – Michigan controls a lot of their destiny, which is interesting. So we'll see how they respond. This is a, is the culture changed? Is it for real? Or are we just fucking making headlines? Is Jim Harbaugh like, damn, year seven, me talking about how I take a vitamin every day and it's a steak, stuff like that, sleeping over kickers houses. The gimmicks are getting old. 
we need some new gimmicks. You know what? Let's tell them we changed the culture. Did they actually change the culture or did they just, have they been talking about how Jim Harbaugh changed the culture? So big week for Michigan. I think we'll talk about them more tomorrow and going forward, just what it means for them, what they have a, a, a capability of doing what they have a capability of doing. That's also why I wanted to do this one today. I just wanted to talk about the game more without being just ridiculous. I hate Michigan guy. Um, just more from a level headed point of view, just cause I know <laughs> I make the TikToks and people fucking hate me. It's hilarious. <laughs> I made one after state state one, just being so, so obnoxious. And I'm just getting <laughs> fucking ripped on by Michigan fans. So salty. (laughs) Oh man, it's hilarious. So (laughs) I just wanted to do a little bit on it from a more neutral point of view. The main thing I want to talk about, we mentioned how it was unbelievable in East Lansing, the atmosphere, not in the game only, but the town all around, anywhere you fucking went, you could feel it in the air. You could be, we, I was staying in Hannah Lofts way out in the boonies as far as East Lansing's concerned. You could walk outside the front door of the apartment, the last apartment in the very back corner of Hannah Lofts, and the moment you walk outside the door, there's nobody around that you can see. You felt it in the air. You could feel it in the air. It wasn't like it was 70 and sunny. Not a perfect day for football. little cloudy, maybe a little drizzly, kind of wet, kind of that it feels like it's going to rain, a little cool but you could feel it in the air. Everybody was pumped to be there. Everybody wanted to be there. It was one of those things where everyone who was there, whether they were in East Lansing, going to the game, just hanging out with friends, whatever they were doing, anyone who was in that town Saturday, you could feel it was like, they knew, we all knew like, whoa, this is a big fucking day. This is a, a historic day. First time a, a matchup like that has occurred between these two teams since 1964. It's a long fucking time ago, in case you didn't know. 57 years, I think. Math, math, what a joke. Um, First matchup since 1964, coming off a COVID year where they played this game last year with no fans. We got a packed stadium, Michigan fans there, Michigan State fans, obviously. Everybody and their grandmother decided to make the trip to East Lansing. I mean, that's the other thing. Forget the fact that we didn't have fans at games last year. Nobody's tailgated for this. Nobody went to Ann Arbor last year. Nobody went to East Lansing. Like We haven't had a mass congregation in one of these towns in two years. That's one of the beauty. It's kind of a, I don't know, during college by like my third and fourth year when the Michigan weekend would come around, it was obviously fun playing Michigan, but it's like, oh man, like living in East Lansing that weekend, it's, oh, there's going to be like 2 million people here. Ugh. You know what I'm saying? When you live there, I'm sure it was the same for people in Ann Arbor. Like you just know the town is going to be so grossly overpopulated that, yeah, it's fun. It's the mission game. Let's tailgate. But by the end, you're just like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Like, can we please let this go back to normal? Been a minute for me. Been the first Michigan, Michigan state game where everybody's there since I graduated. Like I was juiced up. I couldn't wait to see the millions walking around. I couldn't wait to not find a sidewalk without people on it. I couldn't wait for that feeling. I couldn't wait to walk down the river trail and every two seconds you're passing by. I couldn't wait to walk through campus 
and just tailgates, people throwing me footballs, people, hey, you want a shot? I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to see Michigan fans walking by. I couldn't wait for my friends I was with to get shit talked by random adults. <laughs> I couldn't wait to throw a couple jabs at lowly Michigan fans passing by. I couldn't wait to see the spectacle that was going to be in Cedar Village, the Barstool Game Day show. Shout out to Barstool. Genius call. I cannot believe that they were ever going to do it at Green Dot to begin with, but Cedar Village, you could not do a game day show. You couldn't do an outdoor event. You could not do an event like that at MSU and have picked a better location than where they did it in Cedar Village. You literally could not have. Big enough that you can jam people in there, but at the same time, small enough where you don't need a ton of people and it looks packed. Like there were probably a couple thousand but it looks packed. It looks like, well, man, are they like 15,000? You know what I'm saying? It looks packed to the gills, but it's big enough that it is actually a good amount of people. You got the kids on the balconies in their apartments, right? You've got people lining the sides. Everybody's drinking. They're blasting music. You couldn't have picked right off the river. You couldn't have picked a better place to host that game day. I was excited to stop there. It was awesome. Awesome environment. College game day more on campus. Fox game day on campus. You could just tell it was a special day. You could just tell. The moment you drove up to East Lansing, the moment you stepped outside, the first time you saw someone else, it was like, yeah. Yeah, people are people are on 10 today. Everybody here wants to be here. Everybody here knows the stakes, knows why they're here. Everybody here realizes like – this is kind of a like a little bit of a once in a lifetime. 1964, the last time. That is once in a lifetime for a lot of fucking people. 57 years, a 57 year span. That's once in a lifetime for a lot of fucking people. And you could feel it. Sorry about that. Got a coffee here with me. Can't let it get cold. I hate lukewarm coffee. But it was an unbelievable day. And then of course, the game. I mentioned this yesterday. Never heard Spartan Stadium sound like that. Never really even seen it look like that. Like, obviously, it's been packed a bunch. I feel like it was overpacked. Like, people were, you look up at the very top rows of the upper level, and it's like, damn, dude, is that guy about to get, like, shoved over the edge? <laughs> like, it looks like they're going three to a seat up there. Both bands, the the combined thing they did, Michigan fans, obviously, in the crowd, Again, Spartan Nation showed up heavy. We got legends, D'Antonio in the building, Mateen in the building. A family affair, really, for Michigan State. Mel Tucker's biggest home game. I mean, he's only played at home like four times before that, three or four times before that. Biggest game up to then was the Nebraska night game. All of a sudden, you got Michigan top 10 at home. An iconic, an iconic game for Mel, Mel Tucker and state to host in his first season as the coach where fans are allowed at Spartan stadium. It was really the perfect storm of, of a day. Like again, we'll, we'll like live in infamy a day where 10 years from now, I'm going to be like, wow. Yeah, dude, that was a sick fucking day. Friends came in from out of town, people flying in from the West coast, from the East coast, from down South. They don't want to miss it. They haven't tailgated at East Lansing in two years. They know it's 57 years. That could be once in a lifetime. It was just a special occasion. And again, Michigan fans too. Like respect to all the Michigan fans who came out. East Lansing's a hostile environment. 
you if you're wearing maize and blue, you will get yelled at. Someone will say something very mean to you. Respect to the Michigan fans who sucked it up and added to the environment because the duality of it is what makes it special. Yes, it's sick that there's billions of state fans everywhere, but it's awesome that walking down the street, you're, you you walk by a tailgate where half the guys are wearing green and white, half are wearing maize and blue, and you can talk shit to the maize and blue guys, and their buddies are going to be like, yeah, well, yep. That's kind of the way she goes. <laughs> you're the one, you're the Michigan fan. That's kind of it. That's what happens here. You know what I'm saying? Like you feel the tension. You walk by a kid wearing a Michigan sweatshirt and it's like, oh, you stand up a little straighter. Maybe you're not going to say anything, but you're just like, oh, what the, this fucking guy, Michigan fan. Fuck this guy. You know what I'm saying? The tension was in the air. Anytime you interact with a Michigan fan, it's like, are we about to just start swearing at each other what's gonna get are we gonna be cool with each other or are we gonna say large numbers of profanities to each other the tension you don't get that when we play nebraska you don't get that when you play western kentucky you only get that when they play michigan maybe a little ohio state it was an unbelievable one-of-a-kind atmosphere and day the game the atmosphere at the game the crowd was unfucking real i want to talk the last thing i want to mention about the game is just I, I want to talk about the rivalry a little bit, the Michigan-Michigan State rivalry. I know, I think it, people in Michigan, for the most part, it's a huge fucking deal. I think we have a pretty good grasp. I mean, you spend a day in East Lansing on Saturday, and it's like, whew, this is, this is fucking for real. These people fucking hate each other. This is the real deal. Like, rivalry? Yes. This is, oh, I don't know what Ohio State, Michigan's like in Columbus or Ann Arbor, can't be too far off from what happens in East Lansing that day. Like you walk around, it's like, oof, these people fucking hate each other. It's a rivalry. I think people in Michigan know that. And again, you'll have the Michigan fans that are like, we don't care. Weird. Very weird. People in Michigan know that, but I just want to talk like the national scale of this rivalry. I think people that are big college football fans and really follow it are like, yeah, oh, Michigan, Michigan State. That's big. But I think they may view it the same way someone like me views Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Like when I, oh, Bedlam, it's like, okay, yeah, they're rivals. All right, cool. I'm not, it's not a must watch. I'm not super invested. Michigan, Michigan State is an underrated rivalry. Like if you've ever been a part of it, you went to either school, you got friends, you've been in one of the towns for a game you know it is fucking heated as it gets. Portnoy said it best. He's like, this is an all-time rivalry. This is a great rivalry. People don't really know that. If you've been to Michigan, if you've associated with it, you know. But people don't really understand nationally how big this game is. And I think yesterday, or not yesterday, this weekend, kind of put it on the map more. Like if you want, you're from Texas, you're from Florida, wherever, you watch that game Saturday, you probably walked away like, holy shit. That was fucking nuts. And if you're lucky enough to spend a day in the town where the game takes place, you know, it's undoubted. That's a big rivalry. Like we talk about Alabama, Auburn, Michigan, Ohio State. Some of these, oh, everybody knows the biggest rivalries in football. Michigan, Michigan State, you ask me, belongs up there. Maybe not quite to that level, but it's fucking closer than people realize. It's closer than Michigan fans would ever possibly admit, and it's closer than than the national media gives it attention for. 
Now this year they gave it all kinds of attention. The three game day shows, all that. I saw they had two, like two and a half million more viewers than the Ohio State Penn State primetime game. So people took notice, but it's a game like people people all over the country tune in for that Michigan Ohio State game. They tune in for Alabama Auburn. This is a game where every year college football fans should mark it off and be like, "Yep, can't miss that." Michigan Michigan State, we got to watch that. This rivalry is getting to that level. And I think it's been at that level, but this year more so than in in previous, it's kind of cemented itself where it's hey, this game is the real fucking deal. I know people, it's like, oh, it's just Michigan people care about it. Like if you live there, you went to the schools, you care. This is a huge fucking deal. Let me take a quick break. We'll get into it a little more. All right. I'm only going to do a few more on this just because I didn't want this podcast to be long to begin with. But the last things to say about the rivalry, couple things. First off, I don't know how close Auburn and Tuscaloosa are. I'm not sure if it's as close as Ann Arbor and East Lansing, but that plays a factor. Like they're what, 45 hour from each other. Everybody who's a fan, not everybody, but everybody who lives in Michigan, you're a fan of one or the other. Like if you didn't go to one, you still prefer one to the other. Everybody's got the team that they're rooting for. So it's a Michigan statewide affair. It's not just if you live in East Lansing or if you live in Ann Arbor, a lot of these people that go to school there end up living around there in Detroit, in Grand Rapids, in mid-Michigan, where, wherever. It is a statewide affair. Not to mention hundreds of thousands of people, not hundreds of thousands, a shit ton of people, that's a more scientific way of putting it, live in East Lansing, live in Ann Arbor, go to school at Michigan State, go to school at Michigan, take some 45 minutes, they catch a bus, hop on the Greyhound, they're there in an hour. You have an a massive influx of kids every year, whether the game's in Ann Arbor, whether the game's in East Lansing, an enormous influx of kids from the opposing school make the trip. It's like the, it's one of the, every year when I was in school, it's like, oh, this is, this is the week we go to Ann Arbor. I'd try to go to Ann Arbor every year. If it's Michigan, Michigan state. All right. That's the week we go to Ann Arbor this year. Everybody goes, if you grew up in Michigan, almost a guarantee you have friends at Michigan, you go, you stay with your buddy there. You hang out with some old friends. You do this or that. If you're in a frat, you have some like tailgate organized. It is a massive influx every, like I, I never Anytime the Michigan State game was Michigan, Michigan State was in Ann Arbor, I never stayed home. I never stayed in East Lansing. I'm sure people did, but I would guess at least like 75% of the student population makes that trip, whether it's to Ann Arbor or to East Lansing. That plays a factor. That adds to the tension. That adds to kind of the vitriol and the hate because it's not like all MSU people and, you know, two, three handful of Michigan kids. It's like, you walk down the street, you will see multiple, multiple, multiple groups of Michigan people. It's not like Nebraska coming to town where it's, oh, hey, the lowly Nebraska. Hey, how's it going? Uh-uh, right? It's, oh, there's a fuck ton of these people. Fuck these guys. They got, you know, they got friends. They got support. I don't need to be nice. That adds to it. They're an hour away. All these kids who go to school at these schools grew up with kids who go to the other. That plays a factor. I, again, I don't know how common that is as far as Auburn, Alabama. And I know as far like Michigan, Ohio state, that doesn't happen for my, I grew up 
suburban Detroit. Don't I think I know like one girl who went to Ohio State and ended up transferring to Michigan State. Like I don't know anybody who went to Ohio State. I met a kid actually who went to Ohio State. Didn't grow up with them. Like you don't have that same connection, right? Unless maybe you're from Ohio and you come to school here. If you grew up in Michigan or even if you like the East Coast, West Coast, like wherever you come from to go to U of M, go to MSU, odds are you probably don't have many people in your life that go to Ohio State. If you grew up in Michigan, you have people that went to either Michigan or Michigan State. That's a guarantee, not necessarily people that go to Ohio State. So as bitter as that rivalry is and as historic and as legendary, although it's been fucking ass for my entire life. Um as much as all that other stuff is true, I don't know how personal it is. I don't know how personal it can get when, okay, you beat Ohio state. You don't have like, I fucking, we beat Michigan. I have a bunch of people in my life. Ha loser. We beat Ohio state. Oh, okay, cool. That's great. We need to beat Ohio state for MSU to have success, but it's not as personal. And I think that applies to a lot of Michigan people too. Like you probably don't know as many people that are Ohio State alum or go there as you do Michigan State. Almost a guarantee. So that adds to the rivalry. Uh, whatever side you're on, you have people in your life on the other side and you want to be able to talk shit to them and you want to beat them. That adds to it. That adds intensity. Again, Auburn, Alabama, Probably similar being in the same state. If you go to Alabama, you probably know people at Auburn and vice versa, I would imagine. But that's something, again, that I think people kind of overlook Michigan, Michigan State. Like, dude, you, everybody at those schools knows people from the other. That's just, it is what it is. That's what adds the personal person. What, what would the proper word there? The personability, personalness. <laughs> that's what makes it so personal. And Another thing, it's the best dual sport rivalry in sport in college between basketball, which unbelievable outside of Duke UNC. I, I don't even think it's a question. It's the best basketball rivalry between the basketball team and the football team. It's the best dual sport rivalry in, in college. It is. That's a fact. There's nothing you can Auburn, Alabama. No one gives a shit about basketball. Michigan, Ohio State, nobody gives a shit about basketball. Michigan State, Michigan, huge basketball game twice a year. Huge. Same deal, right? Michigan, Michigan State football, huge game every single year. There is no duality of man, duality of the rivalry like there is within Michigan, Michigan State. And even though they're separate sports and separate teams, right, I do think that the fact that it's like we're rivals during basketball season, like we want to fucking beat Michigan more than we want to beat anyone else. And then you have the same deal in football season. I do think that adds to the football rivalry. I think the football aspect adds to the basketball rivalry. Like you don't think Michigan fans now want to beat us that much more this basketball season because they just got their asses kicked. You don't think that I guarantee you they do. I guarantee you. Every Michigan fan, whether they'd admit it or not, even if it's just 1% more, wants to beat MSU in basketball just to, just to have something, just because they lost in football. That adds to the rivalry. And beyond that, it's not just two like middle-of-the-pack bottom feeders going up against each other. Both schools, elite basketball programs. Both schools wouldn't say elite football programs, but for the most part, pretty good football programs. The fact that they're both good at both sports 
They play each other every year in both sports. The rivalries, the games are close in both sports. The hate is real in both sports. They complement each other and make the football rivalry better, make the basketball rivalry better, which makes the football rivalry better. That's real. And I, and nationally, I don't know if, you know, like I said, people are like, oh, it's, you know, Michigan people care about it, but outside of Michigan, eh, I don't know if that's so true. And if it is, it shouldn't be because this is one of the most underrated rivalries in sports. It is. It is. And that's crazy to say as someone who lives here and takes part of it, like you're surrounded by the rivalry. But I think it actually is one of the more underrated rivalries in sports. And it's an unbelievable rivalry, but it doesn't get the credit that it deserves nationally. Like when Michigan plays Ohio State this year, who knows? Maybe it'll be one loss Michigan, no loss Ohio State or one loss Ohio State, which would be a great game, a lot of hype. It could be four loss Michigan, one loss Ohio State, and it'll get a ton of hype. Michigan, Michigan State every year should receive similar levels because no matter the records, you saw it last year too, State was trash, Michigan was trash. No matter the records, every single year these guys play each other and they want to destroy one another. You saw the hitting in that game. It is a violent football game. The crowd is always electric. The crowd is always that much more on tilt. The towns are that much more on tilt every year. I don't care if they're undefeated. I don't care if they're both winless. Every year, they both bring everything. They both hit like they're fucking trying to hurt each other. It's violent. It's passionate. You don't see games like we saw on Saturday. I've watched Michigan-Ohio State for the last, whatever, 15 years. That game Saturday felt more intense than most Michigan-Ohio State games. The last one, the one at the shoe, the JT spot, that game, that was crazy. Outside of that, that game we saw Saturday feels more intense than any Michigan-Ohio State game we've seen since the JT spot game. Every year, the game's intense. Both sides want it. It means so much to the fan bases, to the alum. It's time. We Like ESPN, Fox, whoever. This is one of the best rivalries in sports. And again, credit to obviously to Spartan Nation, dogs, bringing the heat, always. It's not over. It'll never be over. But again, credit to Michigan fans. I'll give you that, Michigan fans. Even though there are the loonies out there that refuse to admit they care about the rivalry, how could you, how could you watch that game Saturday and say you don't care about the rivalry? How was how that even possible? But credit to the Michigan fans who are, yes, they're in it. They want to win that game. They traveled to East Lansing to support their team. They know what's on the line. They know this is one of the best rivalries in sports, and it still somehow is under the radar. That's what's crazy. It's a huge game. We had three massive media companies covering it this weekend, and it was an unbelievable game. Lived up to the hype, which was awesome. Everything we had all hoped it would be. It was one of the craziest games I've ever seen. And I still walked away from it Saturday being like, damn, dude. People still just – like that That game is still just underrated. This rivalry is just underrated. Between the basketball, the football, the history, some of the sound bites, the press conferences, you got Xavier Henderson coming out right after just talking shit. People still don't realize how big this rivalry is, how much these schools hate each other. They talk about Michigan, Ohio State. They talk about Auburn, Alabama. Huge rivalries, no doubt. Michigan, Michigan State, fucking right there, right there. 
This is a big rivalry. And I think Saturday proved that nationally. I think from now on, you're going to see more. Uh Uh-oh. Michigan, Michigan State, you better tune in for this one. You do not want to miss that game. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable game to be a part of from both sides. Unbelievable rivalry. Shit like that, the rivalries, that's what makes college football great. It really is. It's what makes college sports great. Again, I care when Michigan State plays Indiana. I'm going to care when they play Purdue, but there's nothing. I never will care like when they play Michigan, and that is what makes college sports great. So shout out to everybody that was in East Lansing that watched the game that's in on the rivalry. College football is fucking awesome, dude, and rivalries. Michigan, Michigan State, such a great rivalry, such a great. Hey, and you can't do it alone. It takes Michigan, and it takes Michigan State to make that. Unbelievable rivalry. Needs more respect. All right. That's all I got today. Quick little episode. Just wanted to talk about the rivalry. I don't know. And be less dick, dick heady to Michigan fans. Whatever. Um, we'll come back tomorrow. We'll do the Lions. We'll do the Stones. We'll do some Red Wings. Michigan going forward. Um, and then a little Michigan State Purdue. So I hope everybody has a great day, Michigan fans. Hope you're still breathing. Hope you're doing all right. And I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.